All right, guys, so let's get into this. Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Marriages. <laughs> it's your girl, DJ Bree. I'm not on the ones and twos tonight, but I am in the word tonight. And today has been a very special day. So by special, I mean the Holy Spirit has been talking and zeroing in on this kingdom marriage and the importance of it. But before we get into that, I want to always open up in prayer um, and just affirm Holy Spirit and let him know he has free reign to say whatever he has to say. So Abba, we thank you tonight. We thank you for this um, follow-up episode of Kingdom Marriages, something so near and dear to your heart. I pray that we reach the audience that we are supposed to reach. As Jesus said, I only came to the lost sheep of Israel. However, he did end up reaching the Gentiles. And I'm going to say the same thing. If it reaches somebody else, Lord, that's okay with me too. Um, but we pray that this word would affirm your people and help them along in life in this journey and help them answer your call. And Yahweh Shai Hamashiach, in his name we pray, amen. <clears throat> so, um, today I was actually led to John 4, 21-24. Now... I'm going to read it in both versions because they both say different things. Um, excuse me. They both mean the same thing, but it explains it a little bit different. Um, so this is John 4, 21 through 24. So now we're in the Amplified Version. And it says, Jesus replied, woman, believe me, a time is coming when God's kingdom comes, when you will worship the father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans do not know what you worship. We Jews do know what we worship for salvation is from the Jews. But a time is coming and is already here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit from the heart the inner self and in truth for the father seeks such people to be his worshipers god is spirit the source of life yet invisible to mankind and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth so now i'm going to go back and read that in the king james version because i really want to zero in on this one passage Okay, so I'm going to zero in on John 4, 23. But the hour cometh and is now when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth now you may ask me what does this have to do with kingdom marriages i'm so happy you asked so the passage explains to us jesus is talking to the samaritan woman um and he makes a distinction 
between his people who are the Hebrews really the Bible really has changed the language that's why you really have to study to really get a gist of what's going on that's how people are confused they say oh the Bible has changed 10,000 million times you don't really know what's going on it contradicts itself well you have to study they're actually the Hebrews God's chosen people we see that back in Genesis um, where Abraham before his name was Abraham Abram was called the Hebrews and he did him and God had a contract listen your people will be my people um, so this he's, he's explaining about the Hebrews and how it's different from the rest of the Gentile nations see they do things uh, different from <clears throat> the Hebrew people um, in so much that our laws and our statutes are spirit based. We know that everything happens in the spirit first and then it follows into the natural and manifests. Um, so dealing with this kingdom marriage, um, the Bible speaks a lot about divorce um, and how God hates divorce, but people never really understood why there's a there's an immeasurable amount of grace on the land because there's been so many divorced couples now the question could be like well what if there's domestic disputes and what if there is um rape or whatever situation you may think of in your head the problem is since the fall of man humankind has been doing what they want this is why yah God has set limits and statutes for his people specifically. We don't live how the rest of the world lives. And plainly put, we do not marry as the rest of the world marries. See, from time, the beginning of time, even when Eve was taken out of Adam, that was the beginning of how the marriage scene was set up man and woman was set to glorify the Godhead God the Father the man Holy Spirit the woman Jesus the Son brings us together and through Jesus is how we how we are supposed to look at our spouses through his eyes through him he is the mediator the paraclete um, so let's go to Genesis 2.24 This is a scripture that he's been dealing with me all day And funny enough Today is 2.24 So let's see what this is talking about So it says Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother And shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. Now I'm only zeroing in on that scripture. Because that's what we're going to deal with today. This episode is actually kingdom marriages conception. A lot of people do not understand this, how this spiritual transaction works. God is spirit. So that means the Godhead is spirit. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Worship is not just sitting in a meeting, sitting in church with your hands lifted, worshiping God. Worship is your lifestyle. And in order for your lifestyle to align with God, 
it must be spiritual first. That Donald Lawrence song, Spiritual, we are spiritual beings having a natural experience. So when we talk about marriage, right? Out of Adam came Eve, out of his rib. <laughs> wow, it's funny. I made ribs for dinner tonight. <laughs> but out of his rib came Eve. Now that was the depiction of the connection of the two. They were connected. Bone, joint, spirit. God caused Adam to be in a deep sleep. And while he was in a deep sleep, he was working on Eve. It wasn't just, oh, boom, here she is. It was a process to this thing. God was cooking in the kitchen. He said, yeah, this is going to be good. She's going to be here for him. So fast forward to 2022, what we have seen is the process interrupted throughout generations. We have the feminist movement telling us we don't need no man. We can make it on our own. Uh, we can be the breadwinners. And, you know, men just interrupt the process and they're chauvinists. Some maybe, But that mentality and that doctrine is that of a false prophet someone spreading lies and garbage the family unit was meant to glorify God so how don't we need the man and we were sent here for the man now the issue is we don't take time to sit down and ask God who's the one for us we don't take time to go through the process. The Bible says, He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. You can't do this if it's not the wife that God set out for you. Now, you may feel like, oh, well, I'm successful. I got a family. We do what we do. You know, we, we, we spend time every once in a while. I hang out with my boys to get away. You know, we need space. Listen. If you were with the one that God ordained you to be with, being with your wife all the time would not bother you because you're looking at yourself. The word says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That's because woman, who in Hebrew is Ezekinecto, we were the saviors and warriors of the man that we were sent for. If that is the case, we can't do this thing without the man we were sitting here for. We are a team. We are one. The two become one flesh. And they shall leave. The man shall leave his mother and the father. Now today we see, especially in our Hebrew community, I'm going to call it the black community for those that are not aware yet that we are really, really Hebrew Israelites and our identity was taken from us. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. The black man has been coddled so much that he has not risen to the occasion because that was the enemy's plot all along to dismantle him from being the head. If families were situated like they were supposed to, a lot of these issues in the world would not go on because the family is God's secret weapon. 
As you can see in the news, it's so many domestic disputes. Husbands killing wives, wives killing husbands. Because that's what the enemy is setting out to do. But this is why God is raising up his kingdom marriages to show people this is how it's done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is his kingdom on earth. Now, you might say, well, that can happen to anybody. You outgrow each other. Not if you go through that process. Not if you do it how God is saying to do it. Because when you don't, you rebel. That's witchcraft. That's going against what God is saying. And if you're going against what God is saying, who else could you be working for? The devil. He don't care about you. He going to say, yeah, marry her. She fine, ain't she? You don't know. In that lady's bloodline, it could be so much murder and bloodshed. And it don't have to be grandpa and daddy. It could be great-grandpa, great-grandma. And you're like, well, where's all of this rage and demonic things coming from? The bloodline. This is what God was trying to save you from when he said, come seek me. Why are you leaning to your own understanding? Proverbs 3 and 5 says, lean not to your own understanding. All thy ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's the only safety we have in this world. To lean on him. But you got to tap into the spirit. You got to worship him in spirit and in truth to even get that revelation. Now, some of you may be in marriages. You can't stand your husband. Your husband may not be able to stand you. He's going out. He's cheated. Now, some of y'all may really be ordained for each other. But y'all did not go through the process. Remember, Adam was put into a deep sleep. Eve was being worked on. They both was being worked on at the same time. And at the appointed time. Because it's not just as simple as, oh, we did things right. We went to school and we graduated and we got this house and we got married. Then we had the kids. The world's way, just as Jesus was saying to the Samaritan woman. That's not how we do things. We do things differently. It's of the spirit. And this is what Jesus is calling us to do. Follow him to be in safety. Honey, you you go run into somebody that's not ordained for you. You will be running into Jezebel or you will be running into Ahab. Who was Jezebel? Jezebel married Ahab. Ahab was a Hebrew. Jezebel was royalty, but she was not from the tribe of God. She was not our kin. And she ran him into the ground cursed God's prophets honey she thought she was getting away with it God raised up Jehu Jehu told her servants to throw her down the dogs ate her up licked her blood God made a promise he always tells you before it's gonna happen he told them and that same curse fell on the children this is why kingdom marriages are so important. 
We are God's representatives on earth. You think he wants us running around doing things the way we want to do it? No. And I, I, I get it. It's hard. It's hard because we were shaped in iniquity. What's iniquity? All of the things that the world has told us was good that were not. There's a way that seems right unto man. That leads unto death. in Proverbs because we think we see these people on TV we see these celebrities and I don't know if you've been watching the news but these celebrities are separating left and right as well because it's God's time thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven we we have to pray for these men we have to pray for these women These men were coddled by the enemy. And they're still in a stage of coddling. Listen, I've seen 90-year-olds, 80-year-olds, 70-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 30-year-olds. Just because you age, that does not mean you've been doing it right. You can be 90 years old and still coddled by the enemy. Still. That's why you're in a state of confusion. There's always a time where God warns you. Listen, this ain't right. You know how you know your kingdom spouse? God will let you know and your spirit will affirm it. You can't look at the external situations around you. That will throw you off. Believe me, I know. And when God released me to tell my testimony, I will tell it. You cannot look at these external situations. It doesn't matter. You focus on God. It could be any situation you think of. There's nothing too hard for God. If you cannot say in your spirit that this is the one. All day long you thinking about that person for years, years, years. That's how couples married for 30 years and they still not. They know they're not happy. They like robots. This is something we've just been doing for 30 years, so, you know, (laughs) might as well stick with it. Cheaper to keep her. That's ignorant. It's not cheaper to keep her because you're not living just for this life. You're living for eternity. And how can you go on to eternity if you ain't living eternity here? God never meant for that transition to be hard. This is why he's preparing us. And it's not just, oh, well, I go to church every Sunday. I pay my tithes. I clap and I stomp and I agree with the preacher. You don't even know if the preacher's telling the truth. Have you ever heard him say this? (laughs) There's so many things that we must think about whenever we're dealing with these kingdom marriages. Your husband may be cracked out somewhere, drunk somewhere. Contrary to popular belief, the woman was sent there to help and save. Oh, girl, you fell in love with potential. No, I fell in love with the spirit of God told me to fall in love with. Because I can't see this man through my eyes. I got to see him through Jesus. Because somebody saw you through Jesus. Were you perfect? Let he that is without sin cast the first stone. I don't care what the situation is. 
It's our jobs. Men and women do have roles. It's no different for the men. You know that's your wife. You pray. You hang in there. Because this is the time where we can't afford to be apart. This union has to come together because it's glorifying God and it's saving lives. That's what the family unit is supposed to do. What happened to the days where we sat down at the table together and ate? It wasn't no phones. We wasn't really watching TV. We were talking, communicating. The family has lost that. It's gotten lost in the system. The television is trying to tell us how to raise our children, how to be wives, how to be husbands. That's a false prophet. That's why there's problems in the house now. It's a great shaking going on because God is tired of us living less than. Why are you going to take less than when you're supposed to have more than? And the woman or the man you, you're married to now, they may be a great person. But I hate to tell you, they might be the counterfeit. And it doesn't mean you have to hate them. But you just seek God on who you're supposed to be with. This is critical. You think you know the enemy has legal right when you do not turn your life over to Christ and cleanse your bloodline. And that can only happen with the correct person. Because the correct person has the power and has that anointing to cancel out whatever is in each other's bloodline. So they can go on and glorify God and live a nice, beautiful, full life like he promised. See, people only get mad at God when they're prideful and they know that they have not been listening. And they feel like they get so far that they can't come back. Well, this is the comeback time. I urge you. I charge you. Spend time with God and see his will for your life. He answers. But that pride, you got to lay it aside. Repent for the pride. Because you will certainly hear what God wants you to do. And I promise you. He knows the end to the beginning. So when this is all over. You're going to see a beautiful picture. That's my time guys. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Let me know what you think. And you guys have a blessed night.